Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts, Eileen Regular Hosts, Adam and Joel. It's always great. <laughs> well, thank you, Autopilot, for the sweet intro, baby. I am Michael, what's his name? Shepard. Yeah, I'm Michael Shepard. <laughs> that is a callback to last week's episode. Um, he yeah, thought he was saying the right I name. I totally said a wrong name, mm-hmm. but actually I'm Joe. I'm Adam. Yeah, hey, buddy. Adam's back. And who else we got here? We got... Angela. Okay. Shannon. Uh-huh. And I'm the guy who wanted everybody to go first. <laughs> Hello, guy. <laughs> I is, am Matt. That is Matt. And uh, I, was ready for, I was ready for, huh, what? <laughs> huh? <Right>. What? <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's a full house here, and we're going to be talking about a wonderful masterpiece of cinema, Tremors 3, Back to Stupid. Grab boys! Or Perfection. Perfection. Per- this- Grab boys! Perfection's an awful cocky title, <laughs> but anyways. Uh, yeah, Tremors 3, Back to Perfection. Oh boy. And uh, before we do that, though, we're going to do the only good part of this podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about our recommendations. So, Adam, we missed you last week, buddy. What do you got? Oh, yes. All right. I'm throwing up John Wick 2. Yeah, baby. You finally seen it? Yeah. I finally saw it. What did you think? Did it and live up to it the hype? Was, um, it was another awesome movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as good as the first one, but I don't think it's worse than the first one, if that makes sense. Hmm. I look at <laughs> the first one as an iPhone 7 and then the second one is an iPhone 7 Plus. It's yes, really? that's a good way to put it. Basically wow. the same movie, just You should just do my more. recommendations from now on. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out, buddy. Uh, I I loved it, and I just thought it was just more of the first one. Like, You know what like, I mean? I like the fact that they it, they didn't revisit them four years, five years later. No, they it, just, was, it, it was a continuation. Yeah, instantaneously. Oh, like uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, oh, cool. I enjoyed it. And they, they they started off right because he is finishing. Um, he's kind of without any spoilers. He's finishing something from the first one. Yes. And then you get a, you get a resolution right away, and yeah. it's not very often you see that. And then it pulls you back in. So it's what really they good. also do is seen? is they with the what's his face the guy the Russian guy who's in, who's a Russian guy in every movie. Um, Maybe he's Russian. Yeah. What's his name? He's super famous. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> no, shirtless wrong, on a horse. Wrong. No, they set up the whole uh, a through Russian. line through the second movie is John Wick giving people a choice, and they start. It starts with him, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you learn that he's given people choices in the past, and then 
there will probably be some choices to be made in the future. Spoiler alert. In the future. Question is, will we see chapter? Will we see another chapter? Yes. No, it's awesome. On my recommendation, I saw on TV because he went through some extensive training for this movie. So mm-hmm. um, he went through some extensive competition shooting training. So they're oh, yeah. doing a reality show now. I don't know if it's a series or just one thing, but a trainer is going to take random people off the street and see if they can perform as well as Keanu Reeves did in the training of the movie. It's mm-hmm. called like Becoming John Wick or something weird. Oh, cool. I want to try. I want to try. Hey, so right? listen to the podcast. Awesome. Please, like, please. Sign me up. Dude, the behind-the-scenes stuff on the Blu-ray is pretty great. There's like some, uh, some of it's on YouTube. You can check. Oh, by the way, the Russian guy's name is Peter Stormare. He's in all kinds of stuff. Uh, but it's he went through, through so much training, because not even talking about the fight training that he had to do to, re- to remember all the choreography from the fights. He just went through hours and hours of handling weapons in a tactical mm-hmm. manner. How to draw, yep. how to shoot, how to reload. And then, then See, he had is... to race his trainer. Yes. So, I mean, See, it's, what ins- was really cool it's insane. It was really cool. I was watching with somebody, and then you know how he brings up the rifle, and then he cocks the rifle kind of at a forty-five. Yep, to check, the, angle check to see if it's cleared. Yeah. Well, well, not that, but somebody's like, "That's so stupid. Why is he aiming like that?" They're <laughs> actually iron sights for when he's not using like the ecog or something, or like the 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 dot. There's mm-hmm. iron sights on the side that you can use for close range. So it's really cool, like to pick up on that. So, yeah. It's really technical, dude. It was really awesome. Oh, yeah. And it, he, it, does. he had to be super proficient in it. Legit. Oh, oh yeah. It's just when you enjoy firearms like I do or anybody else who enjoys them. It's nice to see that he's actually doing not the 80s like shoot from the hip and everybody dies from right. like one bullet. <laughs> so do you got anything else there, bud? That, yeah. Actually, I... I sat down and watched uh, a stand-up comedy of John Delaney uh-huh. on Netflix. Delaney it or Mulaney? The, come, the Comeback Kid. That's and, Mulaney. Uh, oh, I watched that. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, it was pretty decent. He's alright. Oh, he's, he's pretty hilarious. funny. He's, it was good. There's one part I didn't like. He has, good, he has good delivery. Yes. And, yeah. and then I watched another stand-up and he was Parts of it was funny. Remember, you sent me a clip, Joe, of the guy uh, pandering the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. the country Um, yeah, his was okay. It was unique, yeah, but he's okay. it was also like he's kind of a I don't know. He's different. He's a so, judgmental douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his name? Bo Burnham. What's his last name? Bo Bo, Bo yeah Burnham. Bo Durham. <laughs> Burn him. <laughs> Judge metal douchebag, I was wondering. Ugh. Anyways, he's super talented, <laughs> and it's a, a unique show, but it was all right. Oh, man, yeah. Well, cool, 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 cool. Disappointed! Shannon, <laughs> Sorry. what do you have to recommend or not recommend? Oh, uh, what do I have to recommend? Okay, let's see. Uh, I uh, uh. At the end of my recommendations, Joe, you have to remind me because I have a question. Um. Oh, never mind. It was already answered pre... So I won't remind you of anything. <laughs> no. Okay, my recommendation... Hey, 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 after the podcast is over, remind me to cut this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to ask Angela if she watched John Wick, but we already talked about it. 
So, anyways, <laughs> so it was on my little so, note. So what, so, what was your recommendation, Shannon? <laughs> my recommendation is Wayward Pines. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward mm. to another season of seeing what happens in this very strange town um, with these very strange beings. Actually, they're outside the town, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so... If you haven't seen the first two seasons, I recommend you watch it. It's just something different, unique. Kind of reminds me of uh, Twin Peaks, but it's like Twin Peaks meets X Files meets Felicity. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> so I just I don't know. I now I gotta watch. Quite <laughs> a picture you paint. Yeah, Felicity yeah. for sure, right? I don't know. It's just like a small town with just this insane crap going on, and you're like, well, that's not real. Yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> very different. <laughs> it's very, very real. unusual. And they don't bury the lead. They don't do like what a normal show does, and like they wait till episode the last episode of the season. They're like, "Is this true?" No. Like third episode, in they go, "This is true," <laughs> and you have to like struggle to believe it the rest of the time because it's a big old fat honk and a whopper of a of a tail. You know, it's like whoa. It is. And then I have another recommendation. I really enjoy listening to, because I don't have a lot of time to actually do the reading, um, but I enjoy listening to The Martian by Andy Weir. Mm. Uh, One of my favorite books to listen to. I actually listen to it three or four times now. It's so funny. I do. I laugh a lot. A bot? A bot. I laugh a bot. Ha, ha, ha. While I listen to this book. So... (laughs) It's kind of what's helped me on long drives, wherever we drive places. I really enjoy just listening to the Has the anybody read around. the book? I, I'm just like The Martian, like the yeah. Matt Damon movie. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You have read, read the book? I, I don't know. I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. That It's called The Martian <laughs> by Andy Weir. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing I'm she has to I'm asking if I've read the book. I'm going to go, no. No. I don't I think she's read, read it. it. <laughs> No, I the book I had I <laughs> heard the movie was coming out, so There's, I procured the audiobook, and it starts off with "I'm effed." That's the very first two words in the book, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in." And it just gets better because there's stuff that's in the book that's not in the movie. Oh yeah, the book's hilarious. It's wonderful. So I would pick up another book of Andy Weir anytime. I think. Yeah. Cool. 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 So those are my recommendations. Cool. 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 Matt. But your turn. Your Rex, buddy. There it is. Oh, um, okay. So <laughs> I thought I was seventeen called upon for uh, something else. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I want to recommend a video game called Dreamfall Chapters. Wow. Um that sounds great. Sounds like a yeah. Porn. It's it sounds like a what? It sounds like a porn video game or something. I don't know. Leisure Suit Larry 8, Dreamfall Chapters. Does it Dreamfall? How? Maybe it sounds like a porn star name. I don't know. I don't know. Shannon. What kind of porn are you watching? None. I I think that's the problem. (laughs) How do we always get back to porn names and porn recommendations? I don't know. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. gift. I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead, Matt. What is this Dreamfall about? Yeah. It's, uh, oh boy, it's hard to explain, but basically it takes place in a futuristic Earth, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of, like, a rabbit hole, and it 
it's better if you've played the first two games, but oh. you basically f- follow like this rabbit really. hole, and it gets really interesting. You <laughs> find out that so hard there's not to a spoil lot. It. It's hilarious. Oh, man. So, okay. action RPG, turn-based RPG. Uh, it's a action game with puzzles. Platform, puzzle platformer? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know if I'd call it a platformer. <laughs> okay. But, Is this yeah, on PC, uh, Matt? Yes. I'm okay. sure it's on other platforms as well. I have no idea. Uh, looks like just Windows and iOS. Oh, so you can get it for your iPad or iPhone. So you can see mm-hmm. Dreamfall through but, your window. But, uh, yeah, so it once you go down the rabbit hole... Horrible joke! Can... Oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. What? Go ahead. What? <laughs> sorry, I'm still back at the same thought I had. Oh. Anywho? Go ahead, Matt. Anything I else? I like I'm being mocked. No, no, no. no. Um, I was making fun of Shannon. Yeah. Oh. Uh, then the other... Thing I want to talk Why about. You guys go down to the gym and pump each other. <laughs> is a movie I watched <laughs> called Wrong Cops. Ooh. Uh, he said it like a question so... mark, like he wasn't sure if he watched the movie. <laughs> no, I, I've watched the movie. I just can't recommend it for you. But oh. that doesn't necessarily mean like I'm saying don't watch it. Oh, huh? this is an this it's... is an interesting take. It's a third option, not watch it or don't yeah, watch it. He's giving you, you can a watch it if you want, maybe. But I don't necessarily recommend it. If there's <laughs> if there's children around, I recommend you don't watch it. But um, this isn't this isn't a skip it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like a... <laughs> disappointed. So maybe skip it. Where are we at? It's like a. It's like a poor man's version of Super Troopers, and it's like a raunchier, uh, yeah, you said dirtier the word. version. Okay, I'm so. good. A dirtier version of Super Troopers. Yeah, he's literally giving um, prisoners a mustache ride in that movie. How do you get dirty? <laughs> but, but it's also like a B-rated or B uh, B quality movie, kind of. Wrong cops. Um, there were like. Two people I recognize but didn't know the names of, and then Marilyn. Marilyn Manson. Manson? <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, he, he was like, great in Sons not of Anarchy. Bad. I'm. He's probably the best performance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking so, at the actors. I'm not going to doubt that. Hmm. Okay. Oh so, yeah, you can watch it if you want. <laughs> Don't say I recommended it to you oh, though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. It looks like the Trailer Park Boys made a cop movie, basically. <laughs> trailer yeah, Park right. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like to me. I see a picture on IMDb of a cop standing in his underpants with his cop shirt on and his belt with his gun in it. I'm pretty sure that is on Trailer <laughs> Park Boys. So, yeah. Wait, do you see that, this Shannon? This photo is hilarious. So, that says everything I need to know in the movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I totally need more of these. All right. Joe, what Angela. are your recommendations? No, no, Angela. I thought... Oh. She's All right. Uh, I am actually going to recommend a video game as well. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'm on the edge we, of my seat. <laughs> we recently purchased... Uh, Porn. Trivial Pursuit for the Xbox One. Oh, and fine. I enjoyed it a lot. Who doesn't so, love Trivial Pursuit? Um, 
stupid. And people are stupid. I love Trivial Pursuit is wonderful. It's the gameplay is, is pretty good. Um, and the questions are are easy enough that I don't feel like an idiot. So it, it's good. You feel like an idiot? Yeah. Huh? You yeah. own the friends version, so you can just sit there and crush all your enemies. <laughs> I don't because I I have mercy the for my enemies. Of the <laughs> You're the lamentations yeah. of the women. I oh. I definitely have you know. Here we go. I, I feel oh, bad for my enemies. What so. is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That you had that. So that's, that's, that's just how you feel about people playing friends trivial pursuit with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You want to see your enemies I driven before you crush okay. them. What else? Anything else? Uh, that's it. That's it. Trivial Ooh. pursuit for the Xbox yeah. One. Fun. Yep. Yeah, no. Family game. Yeah. Yeah. All ages. I mean, you think? No. Oh, no. I don't think. <laughs> no. You're such I the lady of family guy. I, I have to pull that drop. Playing so. that. No, you don't. You just uh, pick with the oh, right. controller yeah, or whatever. Right. But yeah, I can't play because I'm a retard. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Reminds me of uh, my brother got us Watch Your Mouth for Christmas, and that totally is a family game. So Except yeah. our youngest is so super good at it. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He he concentrates real hard and he pronounces <laughs> everything really well while he's got the stupid <laughs> thing in his mouth. And it, but if we oh. don't understand what he's saying, like on the rare occasion where he's saying something we don't get, he gets real mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Which is hilarious. Just Me watching too. this little tiny kid like. <laughs> <laughs> it is wonderful. Oh, it's great. So games are great. So, Joe, we're dying to hear your Ooh, recommendations. My recommendations. The first thing I want to recommend is uh, the Futurama cast got together the other day and they did a table read of an episode called proposition infinity <clears throat> and it's a real good episode and it's real funny and everybody was there but katie seagal um but Aww. tress mcneil did all the leela stuff for her and but it was super fun they're promoting a new video game that's coming out on the 29th of june that uh looks pretty fun it's like a uh, simpsons tapped out type of game you like yeah sweet build your town mm. back together kind of deal i don't know so the video nice. game will be out before this comes out probably but i really love so futurama and uh just just all those voice actors are so good and they they're like they love each other and they want each other to like have a good time while they're doing all these voices and stuff mm. so it's super fun to see everybody there together doing the voices live and like People don't really mention Billy West's name when you're talking about great voiceover actors, but he's like one of the best, and he does a lot of the voices on that show. And just to watch him switch, <laughs> to watch him switch from from Fry to Professor Zoidberg to Professor or to Doctor Zoidberg to Professor Farnsworth, you know, and back and forth without like even taking a breath, and him seeing perfect character, it's like super impressive. Good news, everyone. Exactly. I didn't know he did all those voices. Yes, yeah. he does a lot of them on the show. Pretty man. awesome. Actually, the only voice I was sure of was Katie Seagal. Yeah, Lila. Oh. And John DiMaggio, yeah. who does Jake the Dog on Adventure Time, he's Bender, and a couple other ancillary characters. And You can never go wrong watching this show. There's always a good episode. It's pretty great. 
So And they do a Q&A afterwards, and you get to hear some fun stuff about Lauren Tam's grandma. Lauren Tam plays Amy <laughs> on the show, and like some of her Chinese phrases are pretty hilarious. She talks about that. So hmm. I recommend that. <laughs> it's uh, on Facebook. I actually had to get on Facebook to find it. They posted it on Facebook Live, so you can find the video there Sweet. and watch it. Cool. What else? Awesome. The next is a meh recommendation. I don't know if I really think you should watch it, but if you liked the Raid movies, Adam, you, do you know what I'm talking about here? The Raid movies? Raid? Raid Redemption. Yeah. Raid 2 Berendahl. This mm-hmm. is from... Uh, Good extra movies. This The same guy, Iko Uwais, um, the star of Raid. He's in this movie called Headshot that's on Netflix right now. Um, okay. And it's got some fun action in it, but it's about 30 minutes too long. There, just 30 mm. minutes, you know. It's not a whole 30 minutes too long. It's two hours. 30. It needs to be about 90 minutes at the very most. So it's a little arduous at times. They could have cut it down quite a bit. Um, but yeah. The action in it's fun. Not quite as inventive. But so that's, I give it a meh recommendation. I'm with Matt. You can watch it. You cannot watch it. You'll be the same either way. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then and... I have a massive do not watch called The Cave. Ooh. Ooh. Which is also on Netflix. Called what? The Cave. Cave. Have we seen oh, this before? Okay. No, we've seen a no- different movie called Cave. Oh, Cave. The, the Cave from 2005. This is The Cave. This, no, it was The Cave then. This is, <laughs> or maybe this is just Cave. The Cave was from 05 and it had some like scary stuff going on in it. This is called Cave from 2016. And it's like... It's like The Descent without anything interesting happening. Oh, that's always fun. No, it wasn't. It was a waste of my time. I was so pissed off by <laughs> Get the Get used to disappointment. Because, like, in the description <laughs> of the movie, it's like, they go into the cave, and then there's horrors. Nope, there wasn't. <laughs> there was no horrors. I'm glad I wasn't All here for that movie. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was... I mean, a bunch of dudes spooning get... To stay warm sounds kind of no, horrorish. It was yeah, nope, not what happened. Um, some dude like <laughs> likes this girl too much, and then bad stuff happens. It's like they stretched out the first fifteen minutes of a decent horror movie, uh, maybe not horror, maybe more like thriller, like murder mayhem. So they took that mm-hmm. first fifteen minutes of a really good one, and they spread it out over an hour and a half, mm. and then there was no well, conclusion. No bueno. Yeah, yeah, don't watch it. Oh, oh, it's oh, a real oh, snore. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was boring. Besides that, did it have good music? Nope, it was like Finnish, oh. so I was watching a dubbed version too. So their mouths weren't even matching up to what they said. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, it's like you totally watch. Just don't faces. don't watch it. Go watch The Descent. Alrighty. If you've never seen The Descent, Jinx. it is dope as balls. Nope. Jinx again. I have not seen the. <laughs> the Descent is awesome. It was you great. Seen the, Descent. the extended cut. Because there was a different cut for UK theaters than there was for US theaters. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. the UK version, I think, is better. Of course it is. Right? You see the follow-up movie? The Descent 2? Yeah. Yeah, it it was okay. It kind of erased what happened at the end of the UK version. <laughs> right. Without spoiling right. anything. But, uh, I, you know, it could all be a Jacob's Ladder scenario. What's a Jacob's Ladder scenario? Ah, uh, well, it goes back to a movie called Jacob's Ladder. No way. Yeah, with uh, what's his face from The Blacklist, the very good actor James Spader. He plays a guy who's die who dies, and he the whole movie plays out. This is a spoiler, by the way. The whole movie plays yeah. out as like his last moments in life. It's like the he's, whole movie. Yeah, I don't... he's already dead, 
and like he's playing right. out his his last moments of life in his brain is basically playing out, and that's what happens during the movie. Huh. So like to, to say it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario means that the person's already dead, and you're just seeing what's happening in their brain. Mm. Sounds dumb. <laughs> Is Descent You've the obviously crazy never seen the movie. movie. So. Yeah, Descent's oh. the crazy cave diving chick movie. Where there's mm. these creepy people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying so hard. I was like, is that the weird movie we saw? It's that probably was... the only horror movie I've ever watched with you. I actually like that horror movie. Well, what? In the fart? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, this is nuts, man. Hold the presses. Yeah. Like, That's a lot of nuts! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was creeptastic. <laughs> Uh, Matt's, Matt, 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 you the only one who gets that joke? Adam, you've seen yep. that movie. Which one? <laughs> there <laughs> we go. Huh? Uh, blue clothes. Okay. Which, clothes mo- which movie? <laughs> Kung Pao under the fist. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. How <laughs> did you not get that quote? <laughs> I, I, I just got a text from work, so oh, I had okay. to read it. Disappointed! Okay, Adam. That's okay. We'll forgive you. That'll be five bucks. You want fries with that, baby? We got a wonderful movie to talk about this week. Yeah. Not only. Tremors 3, back to perfection, where nothing's perfect. Yep, because Joe, the movie voice man, tells us so. so. Correct. (laughs) I need a drink of water. (laughs) Don't open that door. So, immediately this movie is better than Tremors 2. Immediately. Because the soundtrack wasn't created on a Casio keyboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's actually a dude playing a guitar. It was nice. You think so? It was. It was yeah, good. It had, still had that Spanish flair in there that they had in Tremors this. 2, and, which tells me that they're south of the border. But it wasn't that super right. stereotypical racist Casio keyboard. The fake horns. Oh, man, it was bad. Wow, you must have been really thinking about every detail of this movie because I didn't even like mention them thinking I didn't well it stuck out so bad to me in Tremors 2 because not only was it like stereotypically Mexican music quote unquote but it was it it, like they're driving and it's the normal Tremors music then they hit a sign that says welcome to Mexico (laughs) Mexico and all of a sudden and it's a hard cut it might as well have been the hat dance song I mean it was bad so, hmm. like to to me this time it was it was actually integrated more into the soundtrack. Like it blended in, mm-hmm. and it was right. subtle <laughs> with a little Spanish guitar going. You know what I mean? They even started with Spanish. Like, well, this... they were in Argentina, which we learned because Bert is some sort of working fish in a in an official capacity for the Argentinian yeah, government. Right, right. He's working After... directly for their government, killing graboids. Because they murders. Yeah. Anti-artillery gun, or <laughs> he's there to kill the graboids slash shriekers, which he's a uh, expert at now. Mm-hmm. He's giving a nice little interview mm-hmm. to like the local TV news folk about how awesome he is, and uh, the shriekers show up, and he hops on the back of his cool truck, and he's got dual fifty cal's set up, anti-aircraft, and proceeds to have a forty-five long ejaculate. Yeah, he's he's definitely got a rod. <laughs> While he's shooting all them treakers. But the CGI in this movie is bad. It's bad. It's really it bad. Terrible. But bad. it's calling it bad would be a disfavor to bad. But it's no worse than two. It's disappointing. Uh, it's worse than two. It was worse than two. I don't it was think worse so. Than two. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's worse than two. I don't know. I don't think so. Huh? I do. I did like the actual creature work in this movie a little bit more than two, but I do have problems well, with the graboids um, themselves. If now. you consider, especially if you consider that this movie came out in two thousand one, and two thousand four, Tremors two came out in ninety six. Yeah, I have a serious <laughs> problem with El Blanco, but we'll get yeah, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We and sh- it, it only had a budget too, of though, six million dollars. Right. This movie has a lot more CGI than two does. Yes. Yes. Probably a hundred and fifty or so more shots. So yes. they had to spread that six million dollars a lot farther in this movie than they did. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. spread it thin. They spread it thin. Yeah. I'm not saying it's great CGI. El Blanco looks like garbage a lot of the time. Oh, it's terrible. But I think it all looked like garbage. I didn't think it was worse than two. I thought two was pretty horrific. El Blanco referring to the white tremor. Oh, we'll get there. I know. Yeah, we'll get there. So, back to perfection. Uh, There's a cool Graboid billboard now on the side of Chang's place that Bert just parks in front of, and there's people getting their pictures taken. And we get Miguel. Miguel's back. Yeah, it was kind of cool to see this character back. to see him. For about another 50 minutes, we'll we'll get to see him. (laughs) Oh, don't spoil it. (laughs) Well, Well, the entire remaining... Uh, cast that survived the first movie, except for Bert or Val and Earl. Val, Earl, and uh, what's her face? Yeah, and that was and a Rhonda. nice Rhonda, surprise yeah. for this entire Which movie. Which they mentioned both Earl and Rhonda, but there's no mention of Val in this movie. I think the uh, Val is assumed along with Rhonda because well, they're they, a couple. You know, they didn't really talk about either of them, other than the fact that she writes books. Uh, and I like so, a little. Uh, Miguel lets us know through some nice exposition that it's been 11 years since the first Graboid incident, so that's nice. Yep. Go ahead, Shannon. And everybody's just kind of let their protection go to the wayside. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. It was like a one random event. Except for good old Bert. So I'm gonna... Oh, never Bert. But he's prepared for everything. Yeah. Right. right. Everything. He's prepared for things that aren't even going to happen. Possible. But right. I enjoyed when we walked into the old store. Chang's. Chang's. Above the door was in memory to him. Yeah, yeah. That was a cute little, like... I'm going to assume that Jody is Chang's is daughter. Is a relative. Right. I don't think it's the daughter. Maybe a niece or a... Grandcousin? I think it's a niece. Like I don't know. Either way, she's, really she is, she's definitely Chang's blood because she's a huckster like him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, you people are racist. What? No, it's <laughs> well, just her character. Chang was a huckster in the first one. He's always trying to make a buck. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the same way. She's the same way. She's just doing it through her... uh... It's Chang, so... Trying to make money. Yeah. The only problem with her character, Judy, is she... Jody. 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 Judy? Jody. 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 She's not a very good actress. No. She just says lines just like she read them from the page or something. I was like, what... Oh, but you noticed that too? In her yeah. bad acting, mm-hmm. she let us know that Earl and Grady did make their theme park. True. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a new dude in town. Because uh-huh. I guess the guy who played Grady was busy. So uh, we yep. got this new dude. He's doing Graboid tours, and his name is Jack. Mm-hmm. Handsome Jack. Desert Jack. Jack. And he's a total liar. Shucking people out of their hard-earned money, but giving them fake Graboid experiences. He's a I mean... Man. I don't think he's a con man. He's he's providing people yeah. an experience. I think he's one of the he's losers, like Val and Angela. Al. He's Val the definition Al? of a con man. Wow, I'm making up <laughs> names already. 
I mean, it's it's no different than going on the on any ride at Disney World. You know, if you go on the Pirates no, of the no, Caribbean no, no. ride, no, I went on Jurassic really Park. Really sure you're gonna know at the end of the ride that it wasn't real. Right, I went on Jurassic Pretty Park sure and I didn't believe any one of those dinosaurs real. was real. Yeah. No one was telling me that they were real. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I suppose, but that's yeah. Yeah. Fire beware on that situation. Yeah, he's a, he's a con man, so. Well, again, I didn't take him to be that way. I'm not like I'm siding with anyone. I'm just thinking he's kind of in the Val and Earl character. Like, he has no place to go. Well, he's he's trying to make money. Exactly. How else does he end up here? Not that he's a con man. He's just trying to make money. Right. So... Old Bert, we find out, has made some pretty sweet renovations to his compound. In all irony, he has made it so graboids cannot get him from the cider below. Right. Two-foot-thick concrete uh, wall and pad. Steel Steel reinforced. Steel reinforced. But that's going to come to... uh, It's going to come to bite him. Yeah. Right. We get... Back to Chang's and Jack and Jody flirt while they talk business, and you can tell that he's she's a planner, he's a wayward loser. So of course they're going to end up together. But right, it was a really bad tie to tell us that he was into her because I was like, you didn't even know if he was into her. He wasn't making any strong come ons, or at least she wasn't it giving him any. No, clue. but they were polar opposites, so you know. Yeah, that's... it was so awkward that it wasn't. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's supposed to be sexual tension, not awkwardness. Yeah. It was awkward. It's like, awkward! Mm-hmm. Uh, we also <laughs> learned that Art Lady Nancy and Pogo Girl Mindy are still in town. Yep. Mm-hmm. All grown up. Yep, and Mindy uh, Which is, duct tapes Mindy everything. Has a crush Which I on Jack. Yeah, we, this he, is a chick I didn't get it until I went to IMDb. This is a chick from Jurassic Park. Yep. It's the chick from Tremors. Yeah, she's from Tremors. <laughs> yep, she's from Tremors. Well, no, but she, she's the kid yeah, she from was, Jurassic Yeah, she was Park. also No Jurassic way. Park. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that the girl from Jurassic Park was the little kid from Tremors? <laughs> You're a dick. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the... Uh, I also noticed at this point, too, some little idiot dickhead calls uh, the Grabwaite a Tremor. Yeah. How? That's yeah. not supposed to be, like, a thing. Does no, the Tremors movie exist in their world? Wow, Apparently. I never even picked that up. They broke the fourth wall, and I'm upset. <laughs> the fourth wall? <laughs> I'm oh, no. upset. Back All the to... problems in this movie, and that's the one you picked to be upset about. <laughs> yeah, well, that one is just... It's like watching Robert Downey Jr. wear a Black Sabbath t-shirt and Iron Man. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> that's like, just mm, funny. I like that. I don't... I don't like what's happening. <laughs> we also get, at this point in the movie, we see a car with a little hula dancer in it, and there's rocking that, ooh, the oh, Graboids yeah, yeah. The, are back. The Graboids. Like, this is the first tease, like, <gasps> trouble's coming. And, I, you know, for not seeing this movie, I was kind of, like, ready. I was like, ooh, I can't wait. No explanation mm-hmm. how they got back or why, but... We don't know. Yeah, there was some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. Jack propositions Bert to be part of his tours. Bert blows him off because he's Bert. And uh, little okay. Mindy has a boner for Jack. She sure does. Mm-hmm. Hard. And, and while old and Jack's Jack. little uh, Jack's little happy boy guy has a boner for Mindy. Yeah, if only he had lived past the next five minutes of the movie. Maybe they could have got together. But a real yeah. grab boy shows up and eats old Buford. Yep, Buford. The guy is creepy to begin with. And this is where we learn that old Jack yeah. went to this overacting school of overacting. 
because he so actually he's... says gulp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be stereotypical. I don't want to call it stereotypical, but like he's wearing like a rocker t-shirt and all uh-huh. this other like crap. But he sounds like an extra from <laughs> the I, movie I Airheads. Yeah, he, he's all like, I don't know. Never mind. No, I Matt, agree. I'm pretty sure that everything that they went it to do to make for this like movie sucks. an sucked. extra from Malibu's Most Wanted. I'm sure they didn't have dressing <laughs> rooms or outfits for them to wear. They were like, right. just come to work in what you normally wear. Yeah, this this movie was done on a shoestring, and I'm surprised any of them had shoestrings in. You know what I'm saying? Well, Mindy <laughs> had duct tape on her pants, so I think she was good. So now she can't wear anything else. That back then. We get the most egregious part of this movie happening right away, okay? Because we learn the Grabway shows up. Mindy is a woman of action, and she saves the day, right? Right. And then she's just not used, really, for the rest of the movie. A little bit here and there. Not she, really. Actually, she's little bit used here quite a bit. And there. Yeah. She should be the one. Jack's heavily used throughout the rest of the movie, even though he's the pusshole that has to get saved by Mindy. It should yep. have been them, You know what too. I mean? It should have been Mindy working with Bert. You know what I mean? And Jack into sure. her. And said so she gets turned back into a damsel? Kind of? Well, I mean, you know, she Hollywood hung out with her mom. Them. Yeah, I don't know. She I didn't like it. Yeah, which was, it was weird. It was weird because they make her this college dropout, and you're waiting for this redefining moment. Right. Right? And it never happens. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, that's just useless plot story. Right. Nice. There, was no, there was no use for her to be there saving the day if they're not going to continue that line of thinking. Like, structurally, it's kind of a mess. But And which is weird, because they end up going with um, Jody. Yeah. Who isn't a college dropout. We learned she did graduate from college. She's just also a loser. <laughs> right. Super business-minded. Just has no instinct whatsoever. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, she's falling for Jack. What an idiot. Uh, no, does... I mean, like, she's like, I came here to make my mark, you know, to build my empire, and she picks perfection to yeah, do she's it. A, really? She's a Wrong place. So what does right. Bert do for a living? He works for What's the that? Argentinian government. I mean, what does Bert... I mean, can we assume that he got paid a butt-ton of money from Mexico and from Argentina? Is that is that pretty much That's all he does I'm now? Assuming. Yeah. Because yes. he has well, seismographs he, all he around the valley. In. That's... That's the whole story of Bert. He cashed in on this whole thing for being an expert and doing sure. And that's that's his claim to that's his life now. So are we assuming Argentina pays that. as well as Mexico? Like, are we assuming yeah. that he's independently wealthy? Sure. Uh, I think we were assuming he was independently wealthy from the first one because he was able to build that ridiculous compound to begin with, right? In the middle of the desert. Sure. It's kind of what I assume. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's a silver spoon. Maybe. Maybe he gets a sweet alimony check from Reba McIntyre. Who knows? Probably. What we do know is he has seismographs all around the valley and all this technological equipment. He's memorized the entire valley. He's got everything going for him. He's ready in case Graboids ever returned. This is like apart from him stepping up the defenses on his homestead. He's, He's got all kinds of crap going on. Oh, he's got seismic activity things. Yeah. He's got satellite repositioning crap. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty... Stuff that a millionaire would have. In all intent and purpose, he's a tiny little country unto himself. Kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. 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 But, like, the Graboid eats this Buford guy, and no one in town is keeping up the equipment that Bert has yeah, he provided gets, he's for them. he's super pissed off that nobody's 
kept their stuff operational. <laughs> Were there all men twelve years? It's been eleven right. years. That's a long Bird, time. It's if you think about it. Old. Right. Miguel looks at it and it's like half bent over. Right. It's like I've been meaning to fix it. Where's Mindy with her duct tape? It's got. It's bent over and it's got like a ninety degree fitting on there for the bend. Right. right. <laughs> it was awesome. This is where we get a. Uh, also, we get the Rhonda reference. We were learned that she wrote books about the graboids, but everyone says the comic books were better. Right. Right. Everyone agrees. Which are we to assume now that Val wrote the comic books? Ooh. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Because that mm. would make sense to me. She's writing novels. And he's, he's writing, writing comic, comic books. books. <laughs> <laughs> Which she probably wrote for him. Let's be honest. <laughs> right. Well, right. he he sketched out and she finalized. I, I, I don't think maybe he's not an artist. I'm not going to go that far. but No, no, no. I mean, like, he, like, outlined oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Right. In the... I think he would have good story taking. Uh, they showed the covers of all the comic books, but I didn't see Valentine on any of them. Hmm. Me neither. So. I'm okay. pretty no, mm. never mind. But then here in the movie is where we get yet another kind of plot to this movie. We have <laughs> in the movie we get plot to the movie. No, we have this weird. I don't know what's happening because all of a sudden you Sub-plot? see all these trucks and cars and semis, and I was like, "What is going on?" And we find out like it's agents with the government, the feds. Yeah, the feds. And Bert warned them them not three, to include them. Three of them. Oh yeah, Nancy yeah, yeah. called the feds to get even, even help. Bert, yeah, Bert warned them not to do it. But of course, right. the government is a bunch of dickheads, and they say that they can't hunt the graboids because there's some endangered lizards around. Yeah, you really, know, they just want to catch a live coyote, graboid. A graboid. Right. So. Because if they catch a live graboid, then you know they get glory in Washington or whatever. Yeah. Right, and so they want one More alive. Fun. But, Which, you know, is impossible to do, so... And Bert tells them that, and tells them to piss off, and they don't, so... Right, and he it. almost gets to kill old Whitey, because old Whitey pops up at Bert's house. It followed him home. And he's got his fifty mm-hmm. cal out, and he's got it pointed at the thing, but he doesn't fire. I don't get it. He just watches it. Because my he first was, big thing. Because he was told that he guy like that. He was told no. he wasn't allowed to hunt him yeah he's he saying said, get on my says, property you, but yeah. <clears throat> you lean one inch over my property line and i'll shoot you you know no it's stupid then he never did right. it's stupid it's stupid you got a super happy guy that wouldn't hesitate instead he has a roaming dialogue with this thing like they're like long lost friends right and the like, biggest problem they would oh, no, have now is the movie would be a lot shorter trouble, or he doesn't want to he doesn't want to deal with the feds if he shoots the graboid. No, the only reason he doesn't shoot it is because it, he didn't in the script. There's no logical explanation for it. It's just they didn't do it right. because old Whitey needs to go through the entire his, movie. It goes against his character, and thus I have a problem with that. Right. It goes against the character of Bert, but it doesn't go, you know, it's part of the script. We're going to learn later that him and El Blanco become buddies kind of at the end. So, so maybe you should just explain to the listeners who that is now. Okay, El Blanco is an albino graboid. And as we learn later in the movie, albinos cannot reproduce. They're sterile. Um, At least that's what Miguel says. Well, it never evolves. His goats. It never evolves. So it's just going to. That's what we're assuming, right? 
Right. So they keep it around at the end for a reason. We'll explain that. But this is uh, the first instance we see that it's an albino. And I think Bert says something like, oh, I'm Ahab now or something like that. Call me Ishmael. Call Mm -hmm. me Ishmael. You're Ishmael. And this is the first really, really bad CGI. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Mm -hmm. It's awful. Like the outside of the graboid is all smooth. You notice all the spikes are missing. And so it just, it doesn't even look like a graboid. It's upsetting. (laughs) Okay. You know. So we go back to old Jack. Don't judge him. Jack's on to the fact that the G-Men are dildos, so he deals, <laughs> he deals with the feds to let Bert help them catch a live one so they can kill the rest. So Bert's going to use his whole RC car thing like they used in 2 with some tranquilizer that he steal, he takes from the feds. And uh, he's going to take Jack along with him and not Mindy for some reason. Because Jack's a dude and Bert is a chauvinistic pig. Perhaps. Sure, maybe. Oh, you know. come on. Well, maybe that's Does, why Rita Is there left anything him. about Bert that doesn't scream chauvinistic pig? Um, He's not that bad to. No, like, I don't think know. chauvinism's his deal. I don't. Yeah, but yeah. the movie would kind of take this weird turn if this he's... old guy took this young girl out. Well, he's single, ready to mingle, get it done. Oh, with gross. Mindy, he's known her <laughs> since girl, she was a little kid. Up, yeah, exactly. That's hot. No. That's yeah, hot. <laughs> The oh, one man. thing I want to see in this whole movie was Mindy on a pogo stick again. <laughs> but I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach! Jeez, Arnold, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> That's depressing. So we get some more exposition. Turns out Graboids come from eggs. Yeah, again, yeah. some weird storyline. Which came line. first, the Graboid or the egg? Uh, who the hell cares? Because this is where I'm going to interject <laughs> this. Okay. The Graboid's evolution, while interesting and stupid, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> and in the movie, they even say the line, "Really bad." oh, of course it makes sense that they would evolve this way. They say something to that effect. It does not make sense that they would evolve this way. <laughs> it's absolutely retarded. <laughs> and then it eggs farther away from whatever. <laughs> right. What? It's retarded. It's retarded. It's retarded. They're we just haven't even doing gotten to the best new. part of that, Joe. The... And oh, the God. new thing they do is on purpose stupid for a joke. And it's upsetting. That first movie is so great. And the Graboid is so interesting. And they've ruined it. But we'll get there. Okay, where are we? Oh. Uh, Melvin shows back up. Wait, wait, wait. Was uh, wasn't he gobbled up? Not yet. Melvin shows back no. up, and no. we learn that oh. he's the one who wants to develop Perfection Valley Ranchettes. He's oh, the douchebag yeah. behind all the signs and all but, the stuff. Because mm-hmm. he has the whole county basically, and he needs perfection to kind of like sell out. So we're gonna go ahead and assume that while Earl did not turn any of his graboid coin into future money, that Melvin did. Yes. Yeah. He has turned that into he's going to develop perfection, but too bad. This is where we get a graboid now eating Bert inside of an oil drum. Yeah. Yep. And Bert calls. uh, Who's he call from the inside of the belly? Jack. Jack. He calls Jack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he goes drive, drive over to my place, and we'll smash it into the new concrete, and then you can dig me up and cut me out with a chainsaw. Actually, he doesn't say any of that. That's just what Jack does. Jack, Jack, he's our man. If he can't do it, great. Right, and I think uh, I think Bert's old Atlanta Hawks hat might be ruined after this because <laughs> he's got a different one for every movie. So I think it's supposed to be the same hat, though. Nope. 
what? <laughs> and the part where he's, well, Jack is cutting into this graboid to get out Bert. I'm like, how is he not hurting Bert? It's one of those magical chainsaws that doesn't cut human flesh. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't an oil drum, so. Did you see that oil drum when he popped no, out of there? It's a no. dumb movie. I know, I know. So, and he just says, walks what's away. What's he say? He's like, we're not going to speak about this to anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He got ate by a graboid and lived. He did. Because he's Bert. Frickin' Bert, man. And this weird paleontologist doctor guy that works with the FBI, his eyes looked crossed like he was freaking crazy or something. What's wrong with crossed eyes, Shannon? <laughs> 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 she's, she's an Isis. What's wrong with crazy, Shannon? I, Ooh, the- boy. <laughs> what a... What okay. an ugly thing to say. Uh, you want to make some disparaging <laughs> remarks about Native Americans and women while you're at it? You can be um, all four of us. <laughs> anyways, he dies, so. Right? Well, Does he die? <laughs> we find out the feds got set up by Shriekers so they can give us the exposition that the Shriekers have now popped out of old mama graboids, and two of the three of them got toasted, and the, and the third one bit the dust. It just took a little bit longer. Right. Right. What's really disappointing is that they don't show the shriekers. You just see like their husks. Yeah, it's like ever, not in the budget. We don't ever really see <laughs> yeah. a shrieker. See, I'm like, CGI I guess was running. Funny, uh, yeah. Only at the beginning do we see the no, shriekers. No, but do we don't see any practical effect shriekers in this movie, do we? Mm-mm. We only see no. that in CG, right? Yep. Okay. All right. So the gang goes shrieker hunting and Moby Graboid shows up. And we learned that Jack and Judy are just so opposite. They're just so opposite again. And I really love clouds. You know, the serious kind, the ones yeah. that are thin. I'm like, what the bit opposites don't attract, right, guys? Right, right. Yeah. And this is where Call we get the exposition that the graboid, on. the albino graboid is probably sterile. And that's their theory. Or at least they think. We don't know. And that's why it hasn't turned into shriekers yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, here's Too much a... time around power lines. <laughs> here's a great part of this movie, because... Miguel is on this rock, and yeah. he's building something. I saw it on MacGyver. <laughs> and I was like, yes, MacGyver. Who doesn't love MacGyver? Yeah, he is. He's like, I've always got floss on me. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he uses floss and a stick, and gets Bert's radio. Mindy uses her CD Walkman to help create a diversion for Bert so he can ammo up and send his truck out to be Graboid bait. Right, but then at the same time, we're kind of lured into that this Graboid is really into Bert for some reason. Oh, yeah, I wonder why. That wasn't set up in exposition at the beginning of the movie, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's constantly being teased here. So. We've also skipped over the point where they hear the Graboid making a new noise. Bert goes, I never heard him say that. Oh, yeah. The, <clears throat> the so, Shriekers. Right. We, hear him, we hear the Shriekers making a new noise. And when they go to where the Shriekers are, we find out that they've shed a some sort of husk, and it's another evolution. Right. So they're mm-hmm. they get they get which they gone. don't explain. They get gone from the uh, graboid. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say. And they run to the valley to kill the Shriekers, but there's right. none. I like how they're like, did they just disappear? They vaporized. <laughs> yeah, so... they threw one of Bert's bombs in there and. Yeah. Maybe they burrowed under the ground. 
Did they go back yeah. underground? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. did they? Ooh. But we don't have to wait long to find out what the new evolution might be. They have these explosive farts, and they propel themselves into the air, oh, oh, and they hold glide on, hold around. On. Hold on. This because... is where I wanted to shut the movie off. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> if you go back maybe like a minute into this movie, when they're showing the Shrieker skins, is it bad that I was thinking about like pork rinds? I was like, hmm. yes. yes, it's bad. You're always yes, hungry. Yes, that's bad. <laughs> so to yes. just go with what Matt just said, this movie starts off way better than two. There's no absolutely ridiculous, unbelievable plot hole that's just sitting right out there for us to nitpick. It's stupid and it's fine, you know, but then this happens. Yeah. We and get what they name it is worse. graboid creatures that fly. Like, Why do they have to fart? Can we even say their name on air? They're, I'm just going to call them butt blasters. They, you know, they, that's not what they call them in the movie, but that's what I'm going to call them. They have to have a better name than that. No. That's, that's Rocket their butts? name. Rocket butts? Angela in the rest of the movies, is that what they're called? Yes. See? Holy Lord. Now this is a problem. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <sighs> it doesn't make sense. Somebody in a writer's room thought this was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make a fart. <laughs> and we're going to make a joke about pornos. <laughs> no, it's not funny. And it's yeah. stupid. Because that's what they did at this point. Because part not of only are these things like an insult to our intelligence, they kill Miguel. <laughs> right. And this is where we see the fact that it can fly. Glide. Glide, whatever. It can't fly. No, it shoots its butt gas and flies into the air using its. Rocket. It's propulsion. Butt. Fart propeller. Sure. Yeah. And uh, They're it like glides. like flying squirrels that have a farting head start. Towards right. its prey. Mm-hmm. And poor Miguel was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. But they're not that evolved from Shriekers. They still only have the heat vision. They still can't hear. They're still really stupid. So to speak, right? right? Don't hold that thought because they get smarter. Not very smarter. Not very but... smart. But the one kills Miguel. Rest smart. in peace, buddy. You came back and did one day on a movie for this bullcrap. And I enjoyed right. that character. Yeah, Bert warns the girls on the roof, but it's too late. The old butt blaster has found them up there, and they narrowly escape. The, this is another part I, don't, I didn't get. So he's, he says, oh, they've evolved into shriekers. This is earlier. And he's mm-hmm. like, get... Well, first they're in. They're, they went to high ground because of the graboids, right? There was activity. Right. Yeah, right. they got on top of the store. And then he's like, "Oh, you know, they they've evolved into shriekers, so you have to hide your body heat." Right. So, so they I... get a cardboard box. Yep. Right. <laughs> but, but but this is what yeah Matt, I'm with Matt on this. One. There I think should I know be no way that. that that shrieker knows that they're in the box. What's well, in the no, box? But. That's not what I'm getting but, at. Is what I'm getting at is they could have just like hunkered down, and the the shriekers would have never saw them because they're on the ground. They should have the never saw them because the, they were in the still, box. There's still a graboid out, so they can't. They right. still have to be on high ground. No, what I'm saying is they could have hunkered down on like the roof because the roof has high sides to it. Right, right. Instead, they're like, "We'll get what? this cardboard box. They can't see our heat through this." What drives me nuts though is. They're they're shielded with the mattress, but not the box. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So the other but... Scooby gang wanders back to Bert's place, hiding under the bed, which we just talked about, and all the while trying to think up crude new names for the new evolution, and they end up with butt blasters. And right, they make but... a joke about, sounds like a dirty porno or something. Yeah, so Jody names them, right? 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Changs have Chang-ing. named <laughs> have named yeah. two of the three evolutions that we know about. Yep. Graboid. That's a Graboid. There we go. They should have came up with a name off of Graboids, like Flying Graboids. And Old Whitey's <laughs> still around, but they have no problem running across the, the oh, whole valley. We we forgot the part where Mindy feeds the butt blaster ham oh, and yeah. catches it. That's how they got away. They threw a ham down and they ran into the okay. freezer. I have a problem with this because she throws this ham, which I don't know it's a ham, into a microwave for what, 10 seconds? For... Yeah, and then she throws it on the ground, and it's supposed to be hot. It would not be hot. I'd be, be like, I want this microwave. microwave. I and don't. It burn why everything. Does, why does this? It, I don't understand. They say like, oh, if you if you feed it too much, it'll blow up. But the 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 butt blasters are trying to eat people. Just right. not saying the name just sounds. Butt funny. blasters. Butt blasters. Do you want me to say the? No, 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 no. Just hearing the name. You know just... what? Go ahead. Just once for the listeners. Ass Blaster. That's their name. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh boy. Yeah, the, exactly. The Butt Blasters actually eat a person? Not in the movie, right? No. No, they didn't eat no. anyone. But, they killed Miguel. But they're Miguel. trying to. So if food kills... Never mind. Just No, it doesn't food kill them. No, it kill puts them. them in a coma. It puts them Maybe that's why they coma. went extinct in the first place. Yeah. They just <laughs> get food fat and happy. Kill them, kill them, it does what? It makes it them sleepy. It puts them into a coma. Oh, I don't. I don't think I caught that part. Ooh, the yeah. oh, the one that they duct tape the feet together. Yeah, remember okay. they knock it unconscious and then they keep it till the end and they sell it to sick Freedom. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, the We're gang makes it back to Bert's and they stock up on weapons, emotional moments, but no word from Nancy and Mindy. Uh, yeah. Bert fortified his position from below in the sides, but not above. Too bad. But because luckily, they've got butt blasters dive bombing with their butt juice. Yep. And then their right. butt juice and they fly Crashing through, the through ceiling. two stories of his ceiling. <laughs> um, but luckily he has a safe room because, of course, Bert has a freaking safe room. <laughs> yes. And with not the only does he have a safe room, his safe room has an escape hatch. Exactly. Which is awesome. I want that room. And at this point, Bert, because he's scared that with all the MREs in his safe room, that if the butt blasters eat the MREs, they'll multiply like the Shriekers did, he blows up his entire house. See, mm-hmm. He asks him, you know what, I, the, the part that kind of confused me was he asked him, you know, what happens when you, what happens when they get all your MREs? And he's like, oh, it's butt blaster. Right. Armageddon or something. Bar- Bud Blaster Armageddon. I was like, oh man, that kind of confused me because I have a subscription to that site. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know if that exists for real, but I'm sure it does. I'm not googling it. <laughs> I triple dog dare you. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Should well, I maybe, use the so he blows up his house. His whole house. And he, he, they're sitting outside the tunnel. Jack, Jody, Judy. Jody. I keep on. Jody. Jody. Whatever. <laughs> Whoever this is. Daughter Jody. Go ahead. Chang. And Bert. <laughs> and you see flying out of this explosion a table, a boat, a shed. The door. The door. I'm like, what random items, you know? What can we throw off into this explosion? Yeah. So at this uh, point, they decide they're going to skedaddle to the junkyard, so they use that boat that Shannon just okay. mentioned. Okay. Here, here's oh the boat flew up and landed. No, it just slid <laughs> no, down from the hill. Down the hill. Oh, uh, okay. So they use the boat and a blue tarp and ride down a hill all the way to the junkyard. Yep. 
Almost. They hit a sign that, that has... <laughs> what's his they face? hit a pole. They hit a pole because they were ducking from the Melvin sign, yeah. But there's a butt blaster waiting on that pole for them. Yeah. So they have to run and hide, and then they kill it with some sort of refrigerator or other appliance. Then they run they don't and hide kill it and knock it out. It comes, it comes back after. That's the last one they kill in the junkyard. Oh, they just crushed it with the fridge? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it didn't the, die then. Right, that's the one that uh, comes back at the very, very end? Yes. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay, so they knocked it unconscious with a fridge or something, and then they hide in an outhouse. Which, of course, they do, because mm-hmm. this is a movie with butt blasters in it. Well, they had a choice of hiding in oil drums, <laughs> but Bert wasn't excited about that choice. No. Right. He'd had enough oil drums. So while they're standing in the, the outhouse, Old Jack has the idea to make a potato gun. So they go to the junkyard, shopping for materials, and then uh, Judy gets him into some trouble with a butt blaster. And inadvertently causes it to blow itself to smithereenies inside of a truck trailer. Mm-hmm. Right. Which just conveniently, she's all happy with herself. I they just one. yeah, conveniently had a bunch of gasoline in it. Yeah, is... all the while Bert's scrounging for an accelerant. She tips over all these gas cans. It's like I don't need these. I think this was her audition piece because this is the only <laughs> part of acting I noticed from her, <laughs> Judy Jody, whatever she was. Judy you know. Jody Judy. Yeah, Chang. I killed one. <laughs> yeah, just call her Chang. Okay. It's both racist and efficient. So I, I like the comeback Best to MacGyver. Best of both worlds. There we go. What's that, Shannon? I really like the MacGyver stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they regroup, and they're being chased <laughs> by the butt blasters, and they make their arrow-tato gun, and they so shoot their arrow-tato th- gun. there was a... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there was a huge gap in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From those, from those takes. Like it, or the sun like sets the sun was in record time. Kind of... Yeah, the sun was yeah. kind of going down, and then it's like pitch black. I'm yep, like... Yep. What did they? They didn't. What did they do in that well, time period? They didn't want to risk probably shooting the cameras during magic hour because they'd have it's you know they'd have to like mm-hmm. come back every day at that. So they just went from light to dark. They're like, we can handle light and dark. <laughs> All right. Okay. So hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they make their little arrowtata gun and they shoot what they shoot and blow one of the butt blasters to smithereenies. I like when the, the guts sky. come everywhere. But then they kill the second one in really stupid fashion just by stabbing it like in the trailer. And then it blows While up. While they're in it. it like, yeah. Why didn't they just like stab him repeatedly instead of like, oh, give me the lighter. Right. Why explode him up when they're standing 10 feet away? No one knows. Yeah. But I don't think there was 10 feet. Right. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it was up, 10 like, feet after, maybe after they like ran. Right. It blows up a pretty large portion of the trailer they're in. And Bert gets covered in some stuff and it's not looking good for Homestar Runner. And then the very last butt blaster <laughs> shows up at the OK Corral for his little gunfight. Hey, stupid. And uh, he totally dodged the arrow they shot at him. Because he's getting smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we see a small hint of it. Right. And now Bert kills it again hand-to-hand with just some fuse wrapped around, hoping that the fuse lights his inside butt gas. Right. No, he does light, he does light the fuse before he... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and it goes boom. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But... Boom goes the dynamite. In all of their hubris, they forgot about Whitey. Yep. They did. Kill Whitey! It turns out that the exposition at the beginning of the movie, when Bert's talking about his fancy-schmancy watch he got as a gift from the Argentinian government, it's sending an ultrasonic signal. And oh my goodness, Whitey can hear the signal! Of course, it's like his very own pet. And that's how he kept following him around. The whole time I think was just sexual tension between the two. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, Bert is pretty sexy. 
So, too bad uh, Bert is stuck on a bed spring. He cannot take his vest off. He has to get it cut off. Right. Because if he just took his vest off, there'd be no tension. And he Well, would if live. he took his vest off, he wouldn't be Bert. That's true. And then, old Whitey's coming after Bert. Uh, a butt blaster shows up, the one that got smushed by the fridge, Adam. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. The tension is and high. J- and Jack decides to save the day, and he yeah. goes running, and it well, looks... This other exposition pays off because what's he got on his pants? Duct tape. Duct tape. And, uh, favorite Mindy fashion material. Put on there and her mother was like, I'm pretty sure you, she wanted you to sew those. No, because that's that, like, Mom, that's not what kids do these days. You're so lame. Do you guys ever remember duct tape being part of your fashion statements? Mm, no. Not bad, no. Not but ever. Not then, it, actually had, it actually was a fashionable thing, though, for kids oh. at some point. I, I remember safe pins. I remember safety, safety pins, yeah. pins and folding and folding over and tucking or whatever. It was sure. a thing. We're yeah. just too old. Folding over or tucking. Adam's transsexual story. We're too old. <laughs> Who said that? TTF. TTF. Mm. Uh, so but he duct tapes here. the watch to the butt blaster by making it into a reverse tape ball. And Sticky then grenade. old Whitey eats the butt blaster. Yeah, we'll go back because at this point Jack looked like he was riding a bull when he was on top of that old car or truck. That old truck, yeah. Yeah, yeah that that was like, excited, huh? yeah he was really that excited. Got you excited, huh? <laughs> I was like, go Jack. They're having so much fun up there. But yeah, the graboid eats. Oh, wait. Yeah, the graboid Whitey eats the butt blaster, saving the day. Yep. Ooh, because the watch is on him. Yep. And Bert says, can you get me off this thing? He might come back. Cut to Mindy and Nancy have a live butt blaster to show the tourists, and it's just farting up a storm. Which, I'm surprised that, you know, Chang, Jody, Judy, whatever. Chang. Right. She didn't offer to buy it. I'm, I'm assuming. sure she did. We just right. didn't yeah. see it, because yeah, the probably. amount of money that they were auctioning off for was enough to send Mindy to college, so. But that would have been a nice cool. little homage to but the first. also, let's just talk about this for a second. It's in a wooden crate. And yeah. it's got a butt well, it fire gun. Not only that, it the farts are it strong enough like to propel it through the air, but it can't propel it through the wood. <laughs> I I've got about issues that. with the logic of this movie. Anywho, uh, we find out that Siegfried and Roy buy it from Nancy and Mindy, so no more butt blaster. Bye bye. And Mindy's going to college, it looks like. Or getting a new car, if she has her way. <laughs> That's what yeah. every girl wants. And Jack and Judy are busy starting up their romance that nobody cares about, including the viewer. Except for Mindy, she's just a little jealous. They're going to go and study weather together, since they're so into the clouds. I think. Yeah, that, the dialogue was just awful. awful. It's atrocious. He's like, she's like, oh, well, I'm busy. And he's like, well, these clouds look good, better. Right. No. Remember we talked about clouds earlier in the movie? This is what they call a callback. You guys sound hilarious. The movie's dumb. But then I like big the movie I ends. <laughs> I think the movie ends perfectly because we end with Bert. And Bert is playing with his It looks um, like he's hunting Whitey. Right. But he's not. He's But just, he's not. He's leading him exactly where he wants him. So he's got three more, three or four more of those watches wrapped on one of the trucks, and he's driving it around. Now, Whitey never eats the truck, so that's because a problem. plot. Exactly. So he, they just know they're buddies now. They've made a bromance. 
him and Whitey. Mm-hmm. Who cares? He was still full from the ass bl- uh, butt blaster. You're right. Mm-hmm. He uses old El Blanco to make sure Melvin can't develop the valley because of all that endangered species stuff. And this is where it dawns on me. There's been nary a mention of the feds since they all got slaughtered. Yes. And no one cares that they died. <laughs> no, no other feds show up to see, like, hey, where's our guys? Nothing. No, they gonna... must have been really low on that totem pole. Yep. Just go ahead and <laughs> they got the that. janitor to go in. <laughs> right? I'm thinking that dude might have been the janitor. <laughs> oh, He found guy. that guy's ID in the trash can. He's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. That's why his eyes were crossed. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You eyesist. Yep. And then the credits of the movie happen, and I was very, very happy. <sighs> oh, because so. Melvin's like screaming. Yeah, Melvin at the end because he was left on the rock with Whitey. Bert, I hate that hat. Yeah, I hate your hat, Bert. The last line of the movie. You think you'd have a little more sympathy for the kid? The kid's dad got eaten by a graboid. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the kid was has always been a douche. Bert's freaking savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I go Bert all the way. I'm anti Melvin. Team Bert. Anti Melvin. <laughs> yeah. Everybody no, use about Team him. Bert on uh, Twitter. Hashtag Team Bert. Hashtag Team Bert. Yep. For Hashtag sure. Hashtag Team Bert. Yoo-hoo. So to rate this movie, okay. Are go we first. Ready? Go ahead. Go what ahead, Janice. I said, are we ready to rate this movie? And Joe's like, go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. <laughs> so. I was very excited to watch this movie just to kind of see what was going to happen next in the tremor <laughs> line, timeline, or whatever you want to call it. And I was excited to see what this tremor or butt blaster, I guess, looked like. I was disappointed totally in its name, for sure. Totally. Disappointed! <laughs> disappointed! Um, for sure. Um, so I would totally rate this movie like oh, sad, but three, three point five, is my rating. So you That's generous. say it's worse than Tremors two? Yes, I actually enjoyed Tremors two over Tremors three. Interesting, Matt. I agree that this was worse than Tremors two. <laughs> it, oh, oh boy. it starts off really slow. Uh, I mean, it there if throughout an hour they see like. Obviously, the beginning where he shoots the best part of the movie, he shoots the Shriekers. Right. And then you see Graboids twice, three times. And then then an hour in, we see the transformation. And it's like, it starts off really slow. The CGI is terrible. There wasn't as many facepalm moments or holes no. in the plot right. or right. logic. But... There's just not enough going on that it, it, I mean, it was really terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what I rated Tremors to, but I think I rated it too high. <laughs> uh, I would <laughs> I would give Tremors 3 a 1.79. Perfect. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Hilarious. Adam, uh, Adam. Adam, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this a uh, 1. <laughs> 1. Perfect. One. One yeah. is the loneliest number. I will is never, ever, one? ever, never watch this again. <laughs> and, oh. and I want the two hours of my life back that I spent watching it. Uh, no. All right. Hour and a half. Here, here, Adam. This Angela. is for you. Oh, sorry. I'll wait. I am going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, as 
it's already been clearly established. I'm a big fan of the anthology of all of them. I just, I like the whole thing. So it's not the strongest Tremor movie, obviously, but I'm still, (laughs) I still watch the whole, I watch the whole series on a regular basis. So gotcha. That's at least worth a four in my book. If I were to a rewatch four. Tremors, I think I'd fall asleep during the third one. You know, take a good siesta. Five of these movies, right? Yeah, you could yes. just watch Tremors one five times instead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I have. Done I mean, that. quite honestly, the ratio of Tremors one to the rest of them is probably one to five. Oh. But at least once a year, I do go through and watch the whole thing. Well, we have four and five to uh, to watch, but if they're anything like. Two and three in the downgrade. Um, I don't. We're think in that for a treat. Was right. <laughs> hey, hey, a- Angela. Which one? Mm. Is, which which one is? Uh, is it there in Africa? That is five. That's five. So there's no bird okay. in five, right? No, there's bird yes. in five. Is, yeah, bird is, is bird. In five. Bird is in five. Michael Gross comes back. Michael Gross comes back. Wow. Yep. He's got family ties to the <laughs> yeah. series. Michael, you Michael are Gross one pathetic loser. In every single Tremors. Gotcha. Wow. Jamie Kennedy is in it as well. Hilarious. No way. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay, my rating is a two, um, which is higher what? than what I rated Tremors two because I actually think this movie structurally is better. Um, it's more offensive to my intellect. <laughs> based on like the evolution and they're trying to just shove it down our throats that of course they're going to have farts that shoot fire. Of course. But I How hated Tremors 2 so much. <laughs> and I didn't hate this one as much. Yeah, there's no arguing. You could go yeah. to the gym. Well, now. why don't you guys go down to the gym and pump each other? Maybe we will. <laughs> Tremors 3 and me. <laughs> For sure. Maybe I can get a four-way going with Tremors 2 and Tremors 1, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you what can did totally you rate it, Joe? A 2. Is that okay? <laughs> did you did you say it was better than? I like Art. I actually like it better than Tremors two because it doesn't it didn't offend me immediately. I was highly offended. How so. in the world did this get sixty seven percent on right Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes? What is what <laughs> were people what thinking? Maybe what only because happened? like a couple people rated it. Only in, <laughs> Only in Trump's America. Only in Trump's America, nice. This wasn't even when there was Trump America. Yeah, no, no. It was, it was W as America at that point. Just think about what oh you were doing God. in 2001. Yeah, this is the same time 9-11 happened, so things were not great in 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at yeah, least I, less than after. I mean, the difference between this and Tremors 2 isn't, like, huge for me. Obviously, it's just as bad, if not worse, but I di- it didn't, like make me angry and joe i think you were angry because of the new introduction of a character it was how they introduced him hey that's exactly why it got 67 percent. there were six reviews for it there you go (laughs) there's like five there's like four people who liked it one person who was like it was okay and then the one right person in the head who hated it it's each one of the actors this was right (laughs) probably You got Mindy. Michael Gross is like, this movie sucks. 7%. <laughs> That's hilarious. Be true. But I Chang's could see... over there like one. <laughs> I could see how people would enjoy seeing this because it brought all the characters back to perfection. It had, besides the fact that it didn't Except have Val and Earl, it had everyone else. Unless they Pretty died. Pretty sure Kevin Bacon 
had them sign a restraining order to get him back on any of these. So, you know, they're just of such diminishing quality that he just can't be involved at this point. But again, I wonder if it would be a good movie if he was there. Like, like when I said when we were talking about Tremors 2, if they had never made any of these and they wanted to do one this year, I bet you he'd do it. Mm-hmm. True. You know what I mean? Because independent movies that are made like this now can actually be can actually draw a huge audience. The whole retro feel can draw a huge audience. And he could have made this movie for Netflix, right. made a little pocket change, and made everyone super happy. You know what I mean? Right. True. But instead we get yeah, two, because, three, four, because and five. it has such a cult following. I mean, it could have, yeah. Right. But I don't know how much of a cult following all five movies have. I don't know, Apparently, apparently six people on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a big That's one. That's a small cult, but hey. Hashtag Bert. Angela, were, we are were small, you one of the raiders? Tremors is we no Jim small. Jones, but, you know, he still drank the same Kool-Aid. Yep. It was yummy. <sighs> Gross. So, so that's a wrap. We all kind of didn't like this movie, even Angela. Even though she likes it, she gave it a pretty poor rating. Out of all the Tremor mo- movies, is this the worst one you think? Oh, yeah. Rank them. Uh, yeah. This one's the worst out of all five? Uh, I mean, hard to... Five is pretty, pretty rough <laughs> as well. I mean, Something Jamie Kennedy, come on. Something to look Girl. forward to. But uh, I like... I like four better than three and two. Uh, you're you're all gonna hate it, but that's just me. We're all Perfect. gonna hate it. I can't wait to see oh, it. Oh, I'm sure you are gonna hate it. I mean, you hated every single. You hated every single you. one except for one. So I'm sure you'll hate it. All right. It's hard for me because one was my movie growing up. Oh yeah, it's I amazing. repeatedly watched Tremors over and over again. I love this movie. I begged Joe. To do this movie. And so it's just an awesome movie. I loved it. It was cheesy, stupid, well, dumb. I loved it. It holds up, though. Bit. Mm-hmm. Don't it, take offense. I hate everything. It absolutely <laughs> holds up. You know, and like these movies weren't even good for the time. I mean. Right. It's kind of like Joe made me watch uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights this week, and I could not get into this movie whatsoever. Well, she doesn't like Which Mel just Brooks goes movies. to show you have hair torn. Horrible. Hair, hair torn. You've got hair <laughs> torn. I do. I'm so upset about that. I can't even oh, say it. That's what happens when you get hair torn. <laughs> yeah. I, I more margaritas. A... Well, for a more interesting take on the end of this episode, since Tremors 3 was such a bust, uh, let's just take a dip back into last week's pool. And let's talk to Adam for a minute. Adam, you were not here last week to discuss a very interesting, very controversial kind of movie that we discussed, Tusk. Share some of your thoughts for us on that. Yeah, tell you what, it was was disturbing, to say the least, in more ways than one, right? (laughs) Because... Well, more as a viewer, not so much. I mean, I get the movie is supposed to be disturbing on a artistic level, right? right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm watching this. I, while I was watching it, I, I found myself like, oh, this poor lonely guy. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It was weird. And I'm like, man, when we, uh, I couldn't make it to the podcast. And I'm kind of glad because it probably made me come off as like a sadist. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we talked about sadist. it during the week and your thoughts on it were kind of spot on with all of ours that it is disturbing. 
And while like right. you can kind of relate to the mania experienced by Michael Parks' character in the movie, it's not like you like agree with what he's doing. I didn't know. Right. But you can understand so, you know why he's doing no, it. No, I I think it was good. And I I kind of told you, Joe. I mean, it's it's a Kevin Smith thing. So I mean, I get that, right? Mm-hmm. And then the whole uh yeah, it's it was so far fetched, so crazy that that this guy could do all that, right? Um, but I was while I was watching it, I was like, man, what's really cool, and I was almost like uh, drawn in by his storytelling. That's what I thought was really cool too. I'm like, man, this guy is a really good storyteller. So when he found the letter. And he's like, I just want somebody to share the stories with. I'm like, man, that sounds gay. I'm like, that's <laughs> stupid. And then when you, when the guy starts talking, and you can tell he's he's raining Justin Long in, right? Yeah, and yeah. He's he's plotting. You he's get the that. spider. But the whole time, like, you for, yeah, you forget. You don't forget that he's plotting, but you don't care because you're just like, ooh, what story's next? Right. <laughs> right? I want to hear this story too. You find right. yourself being drawn into the spider's web right along with Justin right. Long. Now, we had yeah, a discussion. Exactly. And so it was done really well. It was done really well as far as a character and um, a, a story point of view. Right. So, yeah. Well, give your rating real quick. What would you rate that movie? Um. All right. So not many things that you recommend do I come off like, oh, man, I'm really glad I watched Joe's recommendation. Because a lot of times, the ones you recommend are kind of, they're unheard of movies that nobody in the normal go to a rental store or go on Netflix that they'd watch. They're looking for mainstream stuff. So when you watch something, and then you're like, oh, we're going to watch Tusk. I'm like, ah, here comes another independent weird movie. This one was Angela's, Um, but thanks. Yeah, (laughs) Well, anyways, but it was really good. I was like, man, this was one I was like, man, I'm really glad I watched that. So... Hmm. I was kind of bummed I missed the podcast, but uh, it was, was kind of neat because I had to take time to process it, too. Absolutely. I was like... Adam, I'm still processing. Exactly. I'm still That's seeing the beauty things. of Tusk. You just keep After the talking podcast. about it forever. But, and, and I want to add this, too. I want to add this, too. I'm like, man, Justin Long's character, what's his name? Wallace. Uh, In the movie? Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. Wallace. The I'm Walrus. like, Wallace is I'm like, Wallace is a dick. He needs to become yeah. a walrus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the whole premise. Yeah. The walrus. Well, I know well, like well, after they, the podcast, me and Matt me. me and Matt were talking. And I don't know, how long were we talking, Matt? Like an hour or two? Yeah. Maybe. And like near the end of our conversation you go, He turned that dude into a walrus. Like you were still thinking about it. Yep. Right. I well, haven't really thought is... about it since then though. <laughs> they, you know, they start, oh I they... have. <laughs> All right. At school, they start I... the movie off, and he goes to Canada to go check on this one arm or one leg samurai kid, right? Right, right. And and he just has the gall. I mean, this kid is brash. He's bought into his own brand, right? Yeah, so absolutely. much that he's no longer a good human being. Right. Um, and he just, I mean, everywhere from making fun of a kid that had an accident, and then going there, and then he kind of interrupts the freaking, hey, General. what's going on? Right, what, like yeah, like just he's like, what what's going on? So he walks in the backyard where people are like mourning, and he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, hey guys, I'm here. I don't care what's going on. Yeah. So by time he gets to the house, and you know he's being looted into something, you're like, I'm not emotionally invested in this guy's survival at all. No, at and point. I don't. I think that's the oh. point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Right. There's no protagonist in that movie. The closest thing we have to a protagonist right. is Michael Parks' character, and he's the absolute evil bad guy. Yeah. Right, but what's uh, two two other things with it. One, the first one, and you said it when we were uh, texting back and forth about it, mm-hmm. um, it's not Dexter good. It's You're not rooting for the guy to right, accomplish not, all this. And he's make, not doing stuff and like make, for the good uh, of humanity. Right, and make Wallace pay even for being a bad person. But right. at the same time, it's like it pulls you in. You're just like, I, I just want to see him accomplish this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And then the second part, um, so that that was interesting. But the second part, oh, man, what was I going to say? With the chick? Um, with the with friend? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The second part, Michael Park's character. What's funny is throughout the whole movie, he is wanting to uh, he wants to experience um, something pure because humanity is busted. Right. Right. And so in his and the only pure thing was him and the relationship to the walrus that he had. But even at the end, you see he's I mean, you know, he's flawed because he's turning another human being into a walrus. Mm-hmm. But no, really. But during no. the whole. No, but here's the thing. During the whole movie, you they're trying to make you believe that in his mind, he believes he is not flawed because he can connect on a normal level with a walrus, and he's kind of rejected humanity. But even at the end, when he busts out of his own suit, I mean, even he turns into like the moral scum that he despises. Exactly. I mean, from a character, from a, from a self uh, finding perspective. Yes, I know the movie's messed up. Yes, I know he's the bad guy. Yes, I know he's disturbed. But at the same time, he's just as flawed, and I think he knows that. Well, and that's why at the end he cheats. I so, had a different take on it. I don't think that Michael Parks thought he was better than. I think he wanted to no. find. He wanted to make the perfect Mister Tusk because he wanted to die. Yes. He wanted Mister Tusk wanted- to kill him. Because he felt so guilty for what he did to Mr. Tusk on Ponder Rock mm-hmm. that he was just waiting for the right Mr. Tusk no, no, to kill him. I, I agree with you at that point. But at the very end, I think he breaks out because he strays from that um, method, uh, that uh, right. that belief. Well, well he I thought it would be end. fair. And his thing was, is well, he, he rejected his superiority and became just like every other man and cheated. Because he even says, my survival instinct is kicking in. I'm getting out of the suit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even in the end, he ultimately becomes victim to the very thing that he hates about humanity. Even though he wants to have this glorious mindset of, oh, being killed by Mr. Tusk. Well, it was just history repeating itself, just as it did on Ponder Rock. He killed Mr. Tusk. Exactly. Right. So Because he's a despicable human. And then, so those are the two things. So, But I found it really cool because I think... Kevin Smith did it subtly, you know, and yeah. in the end, I don't think you see it that and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but I kind of see it as, OK, yeah, in the end, maybe humanity's just doesn't matter how sincere your methodology is. In the end, you're flawed and you're going to remain flawed. So but well, then that the very, very end, and like... they could have done without. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So at the very end, they could have they could have done without going to visit him at the freaking zoo. That was kind of that was needed. <laughs> yeah, we kind of all ending, had the same thing, but at the same time, the, the, it's kind of necessary. It, I I don't think it's necessary at all. But that's. Just I mean, me. you I think, you have to. It, it has to happen so that you see that 
he in fact turned him into a walrus. Right. Well, here's the he deal. Didn't okay. Just put him in a walrus suit. I think he turned him better. into a walrus. Well, not no, just well, that. Here, saw- here's my theory. Okay. But- the reason why that that scene's in the movie is it took Wallace the whole movie in being turned into a walrus to rediscover his humanity. He'd become less than human, which is why he's the perfect candidate for Mr. Tusk because he's been so stripped away, he becomes animal faster. He's the one that becomes Mr. Tusk. He gets to kill Michael Parks, okay? But yeah, it takes, and there was an... Sorry, go ahead. But it takes that action of being coming an animal to make him realize his humanity. And they interweave uh, the flashbacks with Genesis Rodriguez and all the stuff about Winnie the Pooh yeah. and crying and about what makes you human and how blah, 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 blah. And you realize that it isn't until the very end like one year later, that he realizes the depth of his humanity. But at that point in time, he, it's too late. He's already an animal. So he has to reject that. See, part I think I like the fact, like, because the, the Johnny Depp busts in and he points a shotgun at him. And I would have just left it like that because it leaves you wondering what happened. Did he live? Did he survive? Not always do I like cliffhangers at the end of movies, but I think mm-hmm. that would have been a perfect movie to do it to, especially for the audience that's kind of following this emotional journey and this like this dichotomy of man and animal. Right. And so do they kill him? Do they not? Does he get saved? Do do they fix him? Do they not? I think that would have been a whole lot more effective than them going to the aquarium and tossing down a fish to him. So I think it could have been just effective if a year later they go to a mental institution and he's out of the walrus suit and he's all scarred up and Just, I would, that would even be better. You know, well, it'd be the same to win. me. You know, either way, or they they you know, they didn't ruin. But here's the thing: they didn't ruin the movie. But I think it wasn't as good as it could have been if they would have either just ended it at that scene, or maybe do something like you're talking about. But to go back to the aquarium and toss him a fish and be like, "You don't have," and then the cheesy line, "I'll always love you." Oh, come on now. Um, that's that. Sorry. <laughs> so that's that's the only thing. I mean, it was good. I think uh, to you, I told you I'd give it like a seven five. Yeah, right? that's about where we were all at seven, seven, seven right? Yeah. 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 So Angela, Angela, good recommendation. Thank so. you. Thank you. And you know, Thank I you. watched it Thank in you. 2014 when it came out, and I remember thinking the ending wasn't that great, and that it was rushed. But after watching it this time, I like. It's paced really well. It's kind of masterfully right. crafted, like to a certain extent. It doesn't. Because... Yeah, it doesn't. The ending doesn't ruin it. It doesn't make it a bad film, like some endings in movies do. But I think, I think there's a certain times when either a cliffhanger is appropriate or a different take, and this was one of those. Well, so, at the very least, me. whether you liked the fact that he's being fed a fish at the end in the weird zoo mm-hmm. or not, at least at the very least, it's on message with the rest of the movie. Yes. So, <laughs> at the very least, it's a through line throughout the entire movie about Walrus and his humanity. Walrus, Wallace, and that's and so well, and that's and here's the other thing. Honestly, over a year, um, dot dot dot. Exactly. Okay. So, over the course of a year, though, like. There are no surgeries. There is no attempt to take the freaking tusks out so at least he could eat easier. Whatever. I mean, because doing that end thing was just... Yeah, the whole movie is unrealistic, but I, it just doesn't fit the flow of what they're going for, I think. 
I shouldn't well, say that because they knew what they were going for because that's what they chose. It doesn't fit the <laughs> flow from an audience perspective for me. So okay, there, there you have it. Oh, okay. All right, so he's pretty much in line with the rest of us. I think we all. It's one of those movies, like I think we said last week, that we all liked. We think people should watch, but I'm not sure if we could recommend it. Yeah, it's a train wreck. You know, you <laughs> don't know. So if you, you can't. You don't want to watch it, but you can't look away. Right. And then you're like, "Wow, that was cool." <laughs> and Adam, you feel bad have... for saying it was cool. <laughs> Adam, you can have fun listening to the podcast where we all talk about it, and we talk behind mm-hmm. your back the whole time, so it's great. <laughs> it was great. Cross eye. I really like that. Thank you, honey. You're welcome, baby. So that was this week. Good old. Uh, I think we had more fun talking about Tusk again for 15 minutes than we did talking about <laughs> Tremors three for an hour. Oh man. So <laughs> next week is actually one year anniversary of the Movie Dummies podcast. Although it wasn't called the Movie Dummies podcast when we started, it's called that now. So suck it. Yeah, it makes me peeled. Disappointed. Oh, that's the best. Anyways, so we're going to have a little discussion, a little discussion, a little talky talk about some things that we've been enjoying um, in the past year of podcasting, and you can join us for that conversation next week. And if that goes really bad, that'll be a forgotten episode, and we'll talk about the movie Little Monsters instead with Fred Savage. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can look forward to that the following week. So, either one, whichever happens, happens, whatever happens, happens, yeah, so. Yeah. Whatever happens to happen always happens for the worst, and if the worst yet to happen, hope it happens to you first. What do you want? So. (laughs) (sighs) So join us next week for a discussion about one thing or the other, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us ramble on about Tremors 3. Mm. Guys, I hate to tell you, but we're going to do Tremors 4 eventually. Really? And then Tremors 5. Yeah, that's the one I'm worried about because Angela said it was worse than this. <laughs> and sweet lord, by the time we get done maybe with not, all these Tremors movies, worse, there might be even a Tremors sex. <laughs> oh. oh man, I think they'll all be listed in my suicide note. Oh baby, <laughs> you can't leave me. Oh, I won't. Not for some Tremors movies. They're not good enough. Wah, wah, wah. So yeah, thanks everybody. Um. That's it. That's For it. Adam, I'm Joe. For Shannon, Bird. I'm Angela. <laughs> huh? No, no. None okay. of those things are true. <laughs> Adam, you were saying? Yeah, I tried. I was going to let everybody go, and I was going to close it. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Shannon. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to make it confusing. You ruined it. I did. I already said mine. Okay, Angela. Matt. Uh, for Shannon, I'm Angela. For everybody, I'm Matt. For Matt and Joe, I'm Adam. For Tremors Nobody 3, says for me. I'm Melvin. <laughs> I hate that hat! Yeah. Uh, Come what on. the... Come on, Julie. <laughs> no, Jody. Jolie? <laughs> Julie. Jody. It's Jackie. Jackie. It's Julie Chung, right? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it's Michael Shepard. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a beep. A beep? Well, I haven't heard language like that since our honeymoon. Go ahead. I don't give me some sugar, baby. Oh, man. All right, guys. 
That's it. Rhythm Movie Dummies, sounding off. And as always, let's hear your best impression of Burt Gummer, Shannon. Let's go. Burt Gummer? Yeah. Yay, Michael Bay. Yay, Michael Bay? You sounded like a lady just now. You have to sound like a man. Yay, Michael Bay. No, you (laughs) don't. You sound nothing like Burt Gummer. You gotta tell me these people in advance. I'm trying to think of Burt. That was like an odd. Like a what? Like a cross-eyed Burt? Okay, how about like... Oh! uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yay, Michael Bay. What is happening? (laughs) Either your ears don't work or your mouth don't work. Either way, it's hilarious. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.